This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you every single detail <laughs> that you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and around the world. Do we really need to tell you guys what we're talking about today? I mean, it's it's the news of, of the year, I feel like. Because everyone's been talking about mm-hmm. it. And we're talking about how the big three were down. Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. Mothers and aunts across the world were disconnected from from misinformation. Mothers and aunts? I feel like the whole world. Yesterday, I was, I was yeah, living... Yeah, but, but who uses them the most? The world. I mean, fa- me. Facebook. We were living in a state of panic. At least, I know a lot of people were. Just... Feeling like you're disconnected from everything and mm-hmm. everyone, mm-hmm. especially right here in the UAE and I'm sure mm-hmm. in many countries around the world, WhatsApp is the only way that you send and receive messages. So it just felt like, what do I use now? I actually opened Twitter. Do you know how mm-hmm. long has it mm-hmm. been? And Twitter, you know, uh, was popping off. Yes. And as well as Google and Amazon and even cellular networks in the US, there were so many outages in different areas. And so many cybersecurity experts had different theories about the causes. We are going to be sharing all that and also what Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg had to say about this huge outage. Yes, and we're also talking about Amazon and how they're settling with influencers who allegedly peddled counterfeits on Instagram and TikTok. That is a big one, Omnia, because yep. uh, a lot of the time you'll see reviews on, uh, let's say, for example, fake Chinese iPhones. Mm-hmm. And uh, people would buy them because they would look like copy number one, copy number two. And it went to the point of even Rolex watches. Oh, God. Yeah. That's that's going to be a big disaster. Um, coming up on today's show, in the world of apps, we've got a very special application to talk about today, all about keeping our Mother Earth safe and more sustainable. We are going to be talking about one application that has been kind of creating incentives for people to Mm -hmm. be more environmental friendly and joining us today are mechatronics engineering students from the canadian university in dubai they are the creators of an application known as hella green and they are going to be telling us all about how does this application work and does gamifying sustainability and becoming environmentally friendly actually work with people joining us will be razan khataume and hajar bin nawar to tell us all about their creative app yes ladies and gentlemen we've got a lot in store for you guys and coming up we're talking about the big three and what is happening with mark zuckerberg but ladies and gentlemen we're going to leave you with wonderlust do you know what wonderlust means so do i <laughs> Pulse 95 daily digital news bits and bytes connect our world i can't even begin to explain how excited i am to talk about this story because since last night, I feel like the whole world was just Googling, going for Twitter, going for Telegram, going to every possible place to A, find out if these three, the big three tech giants are down or out and also when is it going to be fixed Mm -hmm. this is by far the biggest outage that facebook instagram and whatsapp have gone through since 2008 Mm -hmm. and the sad part is it actually exposed a lot of things for us a that we cannot live without social media which Mm -hmm. is something that a lot of people knew but businesses people who work on social media platforms their, their jobs are basically down the drain if any of those platforms go away. And also, the fact that Facebook does not have a plan B. Mm-hmm. We I always thought a tech giant as big as Facebook, owning three different platforms, would at least have separate servers mm-hmm. for each of their platforms. And guess what? 
When things went down, they weren't able to revive any of them. Now, there's a good old saying, Omnium. Don't yeah. put all your eggs in, in one, one basket. basket. And that is what we're looking at when it came to Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook putting all of their servers or all of their platforms into one server. Now, Facebook did blame a faulty configuration change for a nearly six-hour outage. Mm-hmm. I was I was fine. You were you were thriving, I feel I like. Was fi- <laughs> it didn't really matter to me because, uh, you know... When life gives you lemons, Omnia, oh my God. you make what? Lemonade. And that is exactly what happened. Uh, I knew hmm. that the traffic would be diverted from Instagram and WhatsApp to TikTok. So what did and I do? Twitter. So what did I do? You created TikTok? I posted two videos oh and they Lord. blew up. See, I'm oh smart. Lord. That's how you be that's how you use, you know, the circumstances to your abilities. Now, everyone was going crazy, mm-hmm. right, when that happened. And I at first thought I was out of data. Same. Right? I went airplane mode, airplane off, on. And, you know, Facebook took a very big hit because of this. Now, it is reported that Facebook loses $212,000 per minute when these three are down. And that's something people don't know. People thought that when this outage happened, us as users were the most impacted. But little do they know, every platform lost billions of dollars just because of this outage. And Facebook even lost 4.9% market share, mm-hmm. which is their biggest daily drop since last November, which was, you know, you know, kind of we were kind of recovering from the COVID-19 pandemic. And, you know, there hasn't really been a solid reason why, you know, these three were out. Now, we did, I kind of, you know, caught back up with with what's going on. And, you know, Facebook actually had to manually reset their servers. And that's why it took so long. And I've been, you know, uh, trying to, you know, get as much information as I can, especially conspiracy theories (laughs) on why this is going on. Because like you said, Omnia. A company of this magnitude, I don't feel like they don't have a plan B. Let's let's talk about what could have been the cause. So cybersecurity experts came out saying some people were thinking it's a hack and a hack originating from China. They said that there was a Chinese hacker who was impacting all of Facebook. One, it could be possible. We're not putting that down the drain. It could be possible, but honestly, far-fetched. Another mm. cause of the issue, some cybersecurity were saying, were... People were thinking it's a DDoS attack, but they came out saying it could not be a DDoS attack. It's too big. It's too big of a of damage. Um, another thing that actually came out just a couple of hours before this outage was the fact that a Facebook whistleblower came out saying she revealed, uh, I have to remember her name, but she revealed a thousand documents, 1,000 documents of Facebook actually prioritizing profit over public good. So for those of you who don't know, whenever political events happen, what Facebook tends to do is kind of promote content that talks about this social or political events so that it can have you on the platform for for longer longer time. The longer you are on Facebook, the more they gain in terms of money, in terms of market share, you name it. So the 37-year-old, she's a former Facebook product manager, she is go- she goes by the name Frances Hogan and she actually came out saying that a lot of these platforms, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, they were promoting hate just to keep people on the platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Just a couple of hours after the outage happened, so 
what a lot of people were saying is maybe Facebook did that on purpose so that they can go ahead and remove some clues of this matter. Because today, this woman is expected to go to the Congress and have a very lengthy conversation to find out how accurate whatever she's saying is. Mm-hmm. Either one or two things, Omnia. Either they, you know, sabotage themselves to just like you said, you know, cover up the clues or number two, to make the outage so superior Mm. that they forget about the The small things and make, you know, hey, how did Facebook go out? uh, out?" And also there's another conspiracy theory, Omnia, Mm. that this Chinese hacker was backed by TikTok. Yep. Right? Because we do know that Instagram Reels has been the number one competitor Mm. for TikTok. And, you know, Twitter was very happy because 100%. Twitter, you know, they uh, they tallied the most active users at one time on Twitter in the history of Twitter and the most likes on a tweet uh, in the span of I don't know how long uh, with two million tweets from Twitter account itself, the verified Twitter. So yesterday was a very interesting day yep. online on the Internet. But we want to know your guys' thoughts, 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. You know what was also shocking is Facebook employees who wanted to access the servers that were down di- couldn't even get into Facebook. Their, their badges, their smart badges mm-hmm. that they used to get into the office were out of order. The servers were out of order. The doors wouldn't even open and function. So I wouldn't push too far the fact that an attack or a cyber attack mm-hmm. happened. But at the same time, it's just it just goes to show nothing is invincible we always look at these social media platforms like they're always going to be there but i feel like yesterday was a wake-up call for people if you have a business on instagram if you have a business on any of the platforms you need to have a plan b because at any point they could go down let's go omnia and talk about one thing you know that is related to this yeah pearl harbor Mm. is when the japanese attacked you know the united states true hawaii pearl harbor and and they retaliated by sending Hiroshima. Yeah. Now, mm. the United States knew about the Japanese attack, mm. right? And why did they use it? So they could get public approval to bomb Japan. I'm not going to go into further detail, but use this. Tie right? the... Use this, yeah. tie these with whatever's happening with Facebook. Maybe they knew that TikTok or China was going to attack them. Hey, we have a whistleblower that just whistled something and we might be in trouble. Let the attack begin. 4215, do it slot or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. And Omnia, do you know what the sound of a... I don't want to answer this question. A hard disk making an error. Not functioning. Oh, God. Ratatata. <laughs> Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're not done with drama just yet. I feel like it should be called drama talk, not even future talk I love, anymore. I love it when we're talking about tech drama because yep. there's so many layers to it. Mm-hmm. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Amazon and how they are settling with influencers who are, you know, allegedly peddling counterfeits on Instagram and TikTok. Now, before we get into this, Omnia, yeah. I've actually seen a lot of these, you know, videos from so-called influencers but not on instagram more on tiktok mm. right and we do know aliexpress alibaba yep okay so omnia if you would right now and mm. you would type in ali which i think alibaba is the one or aliexpress no i think aliexpress yeah. if you type in aliexpress AliExpress.com. and you type in rolex watch copy one okay mm. 
an authentic, I put it in, in air quotes, authentic Rolex watch <laughs> that has, you know, the certificate, the box. It makes you feel like you're buying an actual Rolex watch. Oh, God. You know, it will go for around 400 to 500 dirhams. So what these influencers are doing. You're right. They are buying these watches and they're not saying, hey, it's a real watch. No, they're just reviewing it in comparison to the actual thing. And the problem is, Omnia, anyone would fall for it because they look so authentic and so real. And if we put away from the watches, the purses as well, the designer purses, if we go away from the purses, I was just gonna electronics. Say, watches, fitness watches. Yes. I've seen so many people reviewing Apple Watch Copy 1, Apple Watch Copy mm-hmm. 2 that are so close to what the real one looks like. You would never tell the difference. And Omnia, mm-hmm. how many times have you been on Instagram, right? And you get, an, you get a, an ad that says... Do you want to wear a what a luxury watch, but you don't want to pay the luxury price? Yeah. Right. And you would see, let's say for example, Hanny's watches. Mm. Right. It's it's an original brand. You click on it, but what my cousin found out mm. is that he said, Hanny, these watches, they're 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 horrible. I said, why do you say that? Mm. He says he ordered one. He was going to order one. Yeah. And he said, go and write the same exact you know specifications of said watch on AliExpress, and Omnia, it's like a plain watch that you can engrave your own name, your own style. And the problem is, it's not like they take it and then they go to someone else. The manufacturer will do it for you. My God. So right now, Omnia, as I'm speaking with you on air, I can go to AliExpress and I can say Hani and Omnia's watch coat. Right? Oh, God. And I could put H and O somewhere there. And within a couple of days, I'll have it and it will look like an authentic real watch. My Lord. And a lot of Instagram profiles are benefiting from this. 100%. Right? And that is why Amazon, because we do know Amazon is the biggest e-commerce giant in the world right now. Yep. And that is affecting their business. 100%. And they've actually reached a settlement with two of the influencers who have been actually doing exactly what Hani was talking about. They sued them early last year, last November to be more specific, and they declined to disclose any financial terms on what the settlement went for. But as part of the agreement, the influencers are allowed back on the platform. However, they are not allowed to market, advertise, do any sponsorship, or even link or sell any products on Amazon. More... To add to this also, Amazon is actually going to be donating a lot of the proceeds from the settlement to different charities so that they can create more awareness on counterfeits and how damaging they can be to businesses. And I feel like right here in the UAE, we're lucky because such counterfeits are actually banned altogether. Yes, yes. In general, you yeah. know, the fake purse market. Mm. Uh, I, the per- I feel like designer bags are the number one things that get counterfeited in totally. the world. Totally. And you know, Omnia, even customs, they will check if it's... Uh, I don't think they'll check if it's authentic. They will check how many bags you're coming in with. Yeah. And if you're limit to a, limited to a certain number. Now, I love that Amazon is donating the proceeds to charity because... Mm. Let's be honest. Amazon doesn't need four or five million dollars. Hundred percent, and that's exactly why they're doing that. Uh, counterfeits are also a big issue that Amazon has been facing in the past few weeks with third-party sellers, because a lot of people can even go ahead and post fake reviews. So you'd find a counterfeit posted on Amazon. Let's say, just like you've mentioned, fake Rolex, fake. I don't know, fake, even beauty products, so like creams and makeup, you'll find them posted on Amazon. You'll find positive reviews of these products mm-hmm. on the platform. And people were paid, influencers were paid to go ahead and give all these reviews so that people would be more inclined to go ahead and purchase them. 
Yes, now uh, what I know as well that uh, when I was going to buy the other day an authentic, authentic mm. Apple charger, right? And the reviews were like, it's fake, uh, don't buy it, things yep. like that. And, you know, they broke within two to three days. But the problem is that it had the badge of Amazon's choice. Four two one five Dorit Salat or on our Instagram at Pulse ninety five Radio. If you have went through something like this before or not, taking a short break. But when we come back, we have something very special for you guys. Yes, indeed, a very interesting conversation with Razan Khatami and Hajar bin Mnawar, all about their great application that is helping make sustainability become more of a game. Pulse ninety five. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnia Saleh and Hany Balkis. Changing our behaviors can sometimes be hard. You know, choosing to bike to work rather than drive can sometimes be too tough of a challenge, even though the weather is getting a lot better right here in the UAE. And slowly we can start or making the process of becoming a bit more sustainable can be a bit easier. But what if we can use gamification? What if we can set certain incentives for, for people to kind of be encouraged to go ahead and be a little bit more environmental friendly? This is exactly what we are talking about today with Razan Khawatmi and Hajarim Nawit. They are actually international business students as well as mechatronics engineering students at the Canadian University of Dubai right here in the UAE. They created this application that can actually kind of make a game out of becoming more sustainable that is known as Hala Green. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. I just wanted to say thank you uh, from my side and on behalf of our team members who uh, aren't present with us today. Uh, Sidra Farid, Simran D'Souza, uh, Adil Yusufi for welcoming us to your show and for this opportunity to present our idea to your uh, esteemed listeners. So thank you so much. The thank pleasure you. is all ours now. First question starting off, I want to ask you guys, how does this application help residents in the UAE move forward towards a more sustainable future? So here's the problem. So according to Global YouGov survey, about 56% of people in the UAE indicated that climate change would have a significant impact on their lives. Mm -hmm. While most residents acknowledge that climate change is real, they are not bringing about any active changes to their behavior. So predominantly, this has exited due to, to the lack of awareness around sustainable initiatives and the cultivation of eco-friendly practices within the country. Mm -hmm. So it was when we came across many daunting environmental statistics that we realized the potential of implementing a comprehensive sustainability application. And so in 2020 alone, 11 billion plastic bags were used annually. And amongst other reasons, the UAE's clean energy target for the year 2021 fell under highly insufficient. So yes. what kind of motivated you guys, you know? So uh, going off what my friend has said, we, uh, we noticed that there are environmental problems increasing every day mm -hmm. and there is little point debating over it. And so we came through with our solution, um, which is a mobile application called Hella Green. And our application rewards users for their participation in sustainable activities such as recycling, using eco-friendly products and services, reducing carbon emissions by uh, public transportation and uh, electric vehicles. So uh, rewards and incentives are issued in the form of points and they can be uh, redeemed at sustainable stores and mm -hmm. malls, restaurants, events and campaigns. And by incentivizing these uh, sustainable actions, we actually 
aim to empower a community of people who are more inclined to give back to the environment while also reaping the benefits of making small changes to their behavior. Mm. Now that's amazing because a lot of the times people tend to think of sustainability as, you know, this big thing, it's a big goal. How is one action that I'm going to take going to help the environment? But the way the application works is no action is too small. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it kind exactly. of encourages people to uh, you go ahead and implement yeah, it's them. just like just a simple step. Each person does their job, just one simple step. And when you like combine everything, it becomes a big step. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. everyone just if they do their parts, then it's more than enough. True. Mm -hmm. And what type of actions does this app encourage? What kind of environmentally friendly actions? So technically, when everyone goes to, let's say, the supermarkets, mm -hmm. everyone's just Let's say they use the plastic bags instead of getting reusable. the exactly Reus instead of getting reusable. So we try to give them alternatives uh, in order to make them shift mm -hmm. their behaviors mm -hmm. to the better way to to fix this problem. Now we do know the application gamifies sustainable actions, and do you believe that something of gamification rewards will encourage the youth or even children to be more sustainable and participate? Well, um, the statistics show that younger people aged between 15 to 24, uh, which is like about 60 to 80 percent of the population, they are concerned about the environment. Mm -hmm. So for this reason, we want to engage the younger generation or like students to spread uh, a sustainable movement and bring a shift to the culture within the UAE. So uh, schools and universities will make ideal institutions where sustainable initiatives, campaigns and informative events can be arranged to raise awareness about concerns related to climate change. And through such events, the students will be able to gouge how important uh, global warming is and the significant impact it would have on their lives. So as this is a global matter, everyone should be involved despite mm -hmm. their age. And what way, what better way of teaching children to start engaging in eco-friendly manners than right now? Mm -hmm. I love it. And especially because we've definitely seen a lot of applications actually follow these, fo that these footsteps when it comes to gamifying. They've been proven to be very successful and they've encouraged people to kind of see the short term rewards. Because whenever you do any action, it's like you want to feel rewarded for it. And yeah. being environmentally friendly, you may not see quick rewards. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the reward system on the application, what type of rewards should users expect? So while our idea does use aspects of gamification to enhance the prospects of sustainability by making it more appealing to a younger audience, mm -hmm. it isn't inherently used in a game context. So the interactive elements within our app, such as participation in challenges, like let's say schools and with individual friends and even with families, uh, they would connect uh, with diverse and vibrant communities of people. Mm -hmm. They would earn virtual badges for attending events. Let's say share achievements on social media, uh, carbon footprint tracker. So like they would earn like points and milestones, uh, user sustainability rankings, informative blogs and documentaries are just a few of the gamification elements we touch upon. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we are going to be kind of going through the process and how long it, long it took you to create this application and also what are your future plans for it. If you have any questions for Dazan Khatawme, Khawatme and Hajar Imnawar, please share them with us at 4215 Salat or sign into our DMs at Pulse95. You're, You're listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Whenever we talk about games and gaming, a lot of parents 
kind of immediately get this panic and shock because they're always like, gaming is bad. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to waste the time of the kids. I don't believe it's the best way to go mm-hmm. about it. But little do we know, games and gaming go way beyond Fortnite and all those games that have been out there on the market. Mm-hmm. They can actually be very beneficial when it comes to keeping our Mother Earth well and alive because we definitely do abuse her quite a lot. Um, changing our behaviors can be hard, but what if we can create incentives to make that become a lot easier and a lot more rewarding in the short term for us as users. Joining us today are two students from the Canadian University of Dubai who decided to kind of create a twist out of sustainability. They created an application that has been setting a lot of incentives for users to go ahead and create more mm-hmm. sustainable actions. Razan Khawatmi and Tajar bin Nawir, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. It's a pleasure having you guys on the show. So we wanted to kind of start off and ask about what type of actions does the application promote when it comes to sustainability? So there are facets such as recycling, waste management, reducing the use of plastic, using uh, sustainable transportation, Mm -hmm. attending sustainable events and workshops, uh, undertaking environmental internships, participating in sustainable campaigns Mm -hmm. and challenges, or even simply just spreading a good word about green practices or meeting monthly goals towards sustainability. But all that is just what the outer picture looks like. When a user uh, gets to use the application, he or she realizes that it is so much more than that. It's about giving back to the earth that has supported you all along. So it is about bringing together groups and communities with the common goal of goodness. And it's just about more responsible and caring lifestyle. And this list is just endless. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, you know, I want to ask you guys what kind of challenges you guys faced, you know, during, you know, the development of the application. Obviously, you know, we're still in the COVID-19 pandemic, it's still alive and well. And you guys told me around March or April you guys started. Yeah. And you're a team of five, I believe. Mm -hmm. So how did you guys connect during the pandemic? Obviously, distance learning was uh, being uh, applied and everyone was at their own home. So how did you guys do it? So the thing is, we found it really difficult to meet up. We were mm-hmm. we weren't all able to meet up together. So what we did a lot was Zoom calling. <laughs> so yeah, multiple Zoom calls, like every every few hours for almost like eleven hours sometimes. Wow. wow. Yeah. <laughs> we would stay up all night just Zoom calling, like writing, talking, and some point ideas. just. Yeah, and sometimes it's not even like for the app. It's just us like having a good time together. Mm-hmm. Sometimes yeah, we just got watch really cartoon close. even. We got really close. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. I was wondering how long did it take you to create the app from start to finish? So from the brainstorming moment up until it was ready. Actually, the brainstorming moment, the humor side about it, it actually started when we were watching Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it, that's the humor side. It was like 3 a.m. in the morning and uh-huh. we were super tired. And then suddenly, I don't know, it just clicked and the, the, the ideas kept flowing. And we're like, okay, this is the moment. Everyone get your paper and pen and let's start writing. So you guys were like all on a Zoom call watching <laughs> cartoons. Yeah? Exactly. Yeah. Literally like that. That's the humor side about it. And uh, we already had before. like mm. a, a, We like talked a about it before, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we knew it was about the environment, but mm. how to produce it, how to make it something that the customers would like, mm-hmm. would interact with. How would it be able to, you know, like, uh, enter the market. So mm-hmm. all of this, we were like clueless until yeah. that moment. We're like, okay, step by step, mm-hmm. we'll figure it out and just, you know, went with the flow. And, yeah. And, yeah. And how hard was it, you know, getting to the sponsors to redeem the points, you know, or, you know, the reward system? Uh, so 
here's the thing. So we all know that mm. people here are more inclined to liking like road systems, points, mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. Carrefour mm-hmm. and so on. Yeah. So we thought this was the right approach. Mm-hmm. So everyone would want to get something in return, mm-hmm. despite if it's because they want to or because like you know why not. Yeah. So it wasn't that hard to think about that aspect. Mm-hmm. However. What kind of reward system mm-hmm. would people like? Because True. not all of them would like the same reward. Mm-hmm. It's like catering to different. Yeah, exactly. we need a diversity flavors. with it. So. so it's like we thought, for example, it's either uh, they get points and they either go for like the shops mm. and they redeem it there, or they, for example, they want to donate. They want to like uh, give plant back. a tree. Mm-hmm. Or they want to donate to a charity. Mm-hmm. So like we have so many options. Whether they want it to be. Uh, tangible or intangible, it's mm. up to them. That's amazing, giving them that freedom of choice. Exactly. Going back to the point that your app was inspired by Tom and Jerry, that brings me to the question of children and how inclined are they to participate in this application? Because at the end of the day, it is a gamification concept and you are gamifying sustainable action. So do you feel like it could also help children participate in becoming a bit more sustainable? It depends because it is an application, so not many children are uh, having access to phones. Mm. So I would say older, older generations, maybe preteens. Uh, okay. Yeah, like Gen Z, maybe. Mm-hmm. Demographic of 15 and above. Yeah. Yeah. So we actually noticed that 15 to 24 year olds were uh, more interested in the environment. Mm-hmm. So we put our aim towards that. However, the environment is for everyone, so True. it doesn't matter about age. Anyone can and should be involved in because in the end we're all facing this issue together true i like it i mean uh i'm going to you know when it does come i download it myself you know (laughs) me too and get some points get some points yeah hopefully you guys have cinnabon on that list (laughs) oh it's on don't worry yeah because i have a big sweet tooth (laughs) i think we all do (laughs) what are your future plans for this application how do you plan to go about it from here well, um, for now, our immediate mission is to introduce the application mm-hmm. into the market. Mm-hmm. So uh, in a way that best fits our customer needs. Mm-hmm. And then we aim to start off by introducing and strengthening it in a, within an individual lifestyles. So mm-hmm. once that strategy is intact, that is when our focus becomes to gradually bring together groups and communities towards achieving our vision for the future. And also keeping in mind Expo 2020 Mm -hmm. and the enhanced sustainable actions of the UAE, we think that our application would be complementary with Expo's theme, which is connecting minds and creating the future, as well as with their sub-themes, which are opportunity, mobility, and sustainability, and they all align with the the foundation of our app's ideology. Mm -hmm. Now, what kind of advice would you give anyone who wants to create their own app or wants to follow in your own footsteps? Let's say you'll talk to, you know, give advice to your 16-year-old self? Okay, so that's actually a really good question. Mm-hmm. So mainly what I, like from my own experience, is that the people around you is the most that what matters. Mm-hmm. Because with us, it's like I knew my friends from one side and uh, like I, ha- I was the one in the middle who introduced yeah. everyone together. Mm-hmm. So this is where I noticed that this is like a good team. Mm-hmm. So it's you knowing who's the right person that will help you move forward, mm-hmm. make you successful, like not make you successful but as in like we all, yeah, we all had good teamwork. With yeah, it. exactly. So everyone would back each other up and we'd support each other. Even if we had different dreams, it's like, okay, this person wants this, we'll go with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's having the right person beside you, mm-hmm. whether it's family or the people who are 
participating with you should be with the same track. Like, mm -hmm. they should be same interested mindset, as well. You yeah. Know. Honestly? I, yeah. Yeah, for me, it would be just um, not holding back. Mm -hmm. I feel like, like, I don't know, holding Stop back on your for fears. The right moment, yeah, you know? it's, it would just hold you back. You wouldn't achieve anything. So just like, going for it and not even, like, thinking about the negative consequences. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Having a positive outlook Those are on fear. it. Yeah. That's so fear. It holds you back. Mm -hmm. like, despite Absolutely. if it's right or wrong, if it's right, then successful but it's wrong then you learn, you learn from, from it exactly. everyone learns from this and their mistakes so like why not just go Gold, for it golden Love the words. mindset yeah great positivity golden words from Razan Khawatmi and Hajar Mnawar thank you so much for joining us and we cannot wait to see what the future holds for your app likewise thank you, thank you so us. much thank you to everyone tuning in to us right now, Future Talk is coming to an end. But before we let you go, we have to, have to, have to talk about the competition that has definitely been exciting a lot of people. If you're a creative of 16 year years old or above, you are just in for a chance to win up to 30,000 dirhams in cash. Yes, and all you have to do is be 16 years old or older, have an Instagram account and know how to operate a drone. We do have two categories, the cinematic category and the first person point of view or the first point of view. And all you have to do is mention at Pulse95 Radio, upload a 60 second video, no longer than 60 seconds. Yep to Instagram and use the hashtag Sharjah above. There are so many landmarks in Sharjah that this would be such an exciting, honestly, project mm. for anyone to go ahead and embark on. Just take aerial shots of beautiful Sharjah. Go ahead and post it. You have from today mm. up until the 30th of October to basically win some amazing cash prizes. First winners mm. or first place winners can get a chance of 10,000 dirhams runner-ups get 7,000. So there's a Price yeah. for everyone. I would recommend, you know, filming in Khorfakan. Khorfakan yep. is beautiful during <laughs> this time of the year. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys had a great time on the show. Do text us in your guys' thoughts. 4215. Do what it's thoughts. But we'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Only here on Pulse. 95.